10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, God, are we alive? We are alive. Fucking great. Welcome to the Empty Space Podcast, episode number 84. Yeah, did you get that? That is 48 backwards. 84. 84. 84. We're the gang. 84 coming straight at you. For sure. Yeah. Empty Space Podcast. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we got a Brought to you by candidates. Bitches. Get on yeah. it, or don't do yeah. things with your parents. Um. Oh. So today's episode is going to be a great one, dude. I'm Surprise! Excited. I'm excited to do this one because this has been like an icon to the pop punk scene, to growing up. You know. Yeah, the, when we was the childrens. When we was the childrens. Um. This is mm. going to be uh, a breakdown of Good Charlotte, the Young and the Hopeless. Yeah. Iconic a, album for when I was a wee lad. For real, this this helped this album helped me get into the uh to the scene for sure. As far as like, definitely being and a like, sad boy. It's so funny. It was like before I really knew what punk was. Pop punk you know or I mean? punk? Like, like punk. Like you looked yeah. at it. Like you know, when we were little. We thought like Blink was punk and like. Mm-hmm. Good Charlotte was like, and some forty one was punk. Like, oh my god, yeah. Bef- before we knew like what pop punk was and what punk, like there was a difference. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. was like Mohawks and spiked hair, and yeah, dude, Dickies and the whole the chain wallet and everything. Yeah. Well, to us, it was punk, dude. I mean, well, yeah, but it's it's crazy that yeah. when you then you start listening to like other bands and you're just like, oh, what is this? Is some weird punk like i've never heard this yeah. before fucking be exploited like, yeah it was like listening to like like obviously always listen to green day and blink and all them and then all of a sudden it was like what's this black flag guy guys talking about mm. and why are they so angry i'm angry i like it right and then it was like you know this is punk and it was like but so is good shout and then it took like one of my friend's older brothers was like, sit, little one. I will teach you. And I was like, huh? Hmm. And he's like, see the circle jerks? They're not like good Charlotte. And I was like, like a dog tilting my head. Huh? <laughs> he's like, that's pop punk. This is punk. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, is it to me, these bands like, like I know we were like Simple Plan, Fall Out Boy, Good Charlotte, all that stuff. Like, dude, it just reminds me of like, it's just like the the sad boy, emo middle school phase, and it'll always be that to me. Yeah. Like I I don't I don't really relate to the music anymore. I still fucking mm-hmm. love it, but I listen to it because of the nostalgia and the memories it yeah. brings me. 
I don't listen sure. to it because like like when we listen to music, right? Like at the moment, how old we are now, like when we're like not feeling it, we'll go put on like Belmont movements, story so far, like because we can connect with it. But like it's crazy how like just like 10, 10 years later, maybe more than that, yeah. Fifteen years yeah. later, we can't connect with Good Charlotte anymore. Like this is twenty years later, you know. Yo, that's okay. So, but that's what I'm saying. Isn't it wild that like that's crazy. What's 20 yeah. more years gonna do? Are we gonna look back at these bands and be like, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure the uh, you know, the boys and movements are doing it for me anymore. Like that was like my 30s <laughs> stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think once we're in our 30s, like I think they're kind of stuck, you know. Mm, that's it's cool. like I, I feel that with like We the Kings and Mayday Parade, where I'm like, uh <laughs> like you were there in my 20s, and now I'm kind of like, uh. I don't really relate to you that much anymore. You know what I mean? I can dig that. Do you think it's like, do you think it's like the lyrics or do you think it's just like the radio still of like the na-na-nas and how they like pitch the music? Um, I think it's a little bit of both, to mm. be honest. Like, I think now, like if some, like, say like we were huge into like, uh, like, look how we reacted to Nick Deep's record. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, so that was, like, probably the closest that it's been to, like, a radio thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and we were like, man, they kind of sold out a little bit. Yeah. Like, so now I think we'd look at it if, like, a band blew up like Good Charlotte, we'd be like, dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. You know, like, that. like, like, say the story so far, all of a sudden, like, blows up and is all over the radio and like turns into like what good shouts turned into today. Mm. I feel like we'd be like, you're dead to me. Mm. Don't ever call me again. I, I guess, I guess I can get on that. I feel like most of these bands, like I know we've talked about it, but like the ones I just mentioned, like, dude, they like all sold out. They all sold out. Like they just went completely. Fall out boy. Panic. Yep. Good shot. They also, and I mean, I use that term lightly because like, yeah. <laughs> obviously if they're happy and doing what they're doing, great. But in a, in, yeah, in, yeah, a, yeah. in a podcast, I mean, I mean obviously, <laughs> obviously I would, we'd be lying if we said we wouldn't do the same thing. Facts. If yeah. someone was like, you can make 600 grand making the music that you've been making, or you can make 6 million making this music. Mm. I'd be like, Option B. Option, yep. B. option B. <laughs> Behind door number two. B. That's a good one. How long do I do this? Just a 10-year contract, man. Yep, fine. Let's do it. Done. Sold out. Because I feel like most of these guys fucking, after, like, they quote-unquote sell out, like, then they start coming out with music that, like, is, like, older shit, I guess. I don't know. I don't really know what's up with Good Charlotte. See, I have yet to see Fall Out Boy do that. No, I think, honestly, that's what they like now, anyways. I feel like Panic was kind of that way anyway because mm. of brandon yuri's voice is mm. just so like he's made to sing pop music he is come on yeah he's just unreal yep but follow boys basically just panic now yeah yeah i feel like, like yeah yeah there, there was a time where i was listening like i think i was in calls or like target or something and they were playing a follow boy song and i said to tori Wow, Panic sounds really weird. 
And she was like, this isn't panic. That's follow boy, idiot. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> and she showed, she had to show me on her phone. And I was like, what the fuck? No way. Really? Couldn't tell a difference. Yep. Holy shit. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's crazy how like they formulate the same type of like, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, their, music. Voices, their voices are similar. Yeah, but dude, the lead singer of Fall Out Boy, what's his name? Pete Wentz, is that his name? Or is that the bassist? That's the bassist, Patrick That's Stump. Ba- Patrick Stump. All right, Pete Wentz is a shit, but Patrick Stump's mm. voice is trash live, bro. I'm saying yeah. it now. I'm saying yeah. it. I don't care who yeah. it offends. We've but... talked about this, yeah. <laughs> I don't care who it offends. He is, yeah, he's not. Well, at least the stuff we've seen. Yeah. <laughs> and like the acoustic stuff sometimes. Oof. Like... Maybe Oof. that's because we listened to Brandon and Yuri first, and then we were like, mm. "Oh, look at look at the algorithm. This follow boy," and then we were like, "Oh no!" <laughs> but it also goes back to like some bands are studio bands, and some bands are good at live performance. You know? Yeah, I still to this day say one of the worst bands I've ever seen live is Rise Against. Wow, really? Hmm. Damn. Might have just been the. I've only seen them once, and it might have just been the night that mm. they were just off or something, but. Legit one of the worst bands I've seen live. Jesus Christ. That's unfortunate, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I don't know who the worst band I'd say was live. I know the best one I've ever seen was Avenged Sevenfold. Um, just really? based on based on performance. It was just his voice, like the way he can like scream and go crazy and then just come back mm. to this like really beautiful like pop punk or whatever you want to call it. It's just all the instruments were on key. That was the best performance I've seen live as far as like an overall band satisfaction. But as far as worse, dude, I'd have to really dig deep, dude. I don't know. I'm not Fall Out Boy is pretty bad. Fall Out Boy. Well, we know. Have you ever seen Fall Out Boy? Yeah, I saw Fall Out Boy. I've seen oh, Good okay. Charlotte too. Yeah. I've never seen Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. Oh, Fall Out Boy. Good Charlotte does a good show, dude. They do a good show. I would say best for me. Is between Green Day and the Foo Fighters. Mm, mm-hmm. That Foo Fighters show we went to was fucking wild. Yeah, that was a that was a when really had, fun time. When he had the broken leg. Yeah, that's right. And the doctor yeah. came on stage. Mm-hmm. That was fucking mm-hmm. awesome. That was cool. And then just Green Day is just Green Day. Mm, yeah. And I mean, seeing them at the House of Blues was yeah. Probably the greatest moment of my life. Like <laughs> I spent like four hundred bucks to go. Shit. But I did not care. It was unbelievable. That's crazy. Mm. But yeah, I mean so, like you said, some bands are studio bands and some bands are both. Yeah. Yes, yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. But what dude, all right. Are we just are we just getting right into this? I feel like we're our life. I feel like we're life. We want to do it after. I feel like we've already got this good good shit going. Let's go. I feel like we're already going, dude. Yeah. I feel like good shots. Like this was the peak of like everything. Like Newfound Glory. Yeah, Newfound Glory was huge. Mm. Blink was huge. Green Day was huge. Yep. Who else went? The offspring were huge. Like those four alone are like some 41 was was coming in coming up and M- like mcr dropped in 01 yep Holy well they were still coming up fuck yeah there was a lot of bands in 2001 and dude bayside started in 2000 yeah 
Reliant K in 98. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my. Dude, there's so many freaking bands that started. 2001, you got Hawthorne Heights. Yep. Another one. Um, mm-hmm. There's just a lot of bands that use 2001. Yeah. It's uh, it was a year that uh, those early two thousand boxcar racer came out. Of course, we gotta throw that in there. Yeah. Um, some forty one. Yeah. Did you already say that one? Probably. Yeah. Plus forty four. All American Rejects, right? Yeah. Skater. They must have been just starting. I think Skater Boy came out or around the two early two thousands. It did. Yeah, like two thousand, probably two thousand one. Yeah, and then you got Blake. Blake, Blake was huge. Bowling, Bowling for soup. For soup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was this was like the peak of it. Mm-hmm. It was all over the radio. It was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Warp Tour was at its best. Oh, Jesus Christ, it was. I think Taking mm-hmm. Back Sunday. Oh my god, dude. Oh yeah, f- Taking Back Sunday was yeah. Throwbacks, bro. Mm. I mean, this was the start. I just remember how old was I in 2002? I don't know, but I was, I was young. Yeah, I was young. I just remember... I was 12. 12. Yeah, that makes sense. My How I got into Good Charlotte was my cousin, Carrie, because she was like... is our favorite band in the fucking world. Carrie Breen. Shout out Carrie. Carrie Breen. Shout out Carrie. I'll be going to Riot Fest with her, so that'll be fun. But she is a big influence for me and the reason why I got into pop punk in the first place, dude. Like she took me to my first concert ever, which was Green Day at the fucking Gillette Stadium. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah, man. That was that was insane. Yep, that was wild. She got me into all that shit, dude. And I remember I remember Good Charlotte was one of her favorites, and it was like I remember all of us, my cousins, my sister, we would sing it on vacation. We'd sing it together, dude. Like just like when Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous came on, bro. Yeah. It was on another level. On another level, bro. I relied a lot on like, cause I was the oldest. Yeah. Um, my cousin. Um, my cousin got me into like story of the year. Do you know them? Story that that sounds familiar. I'll look it up. I'll Until bet you. The day I oh die. yeah, <laughs> I spill yeah. my heart for yeah. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Like, my friend Jerry, his older brothers were, like, huge because they were, like, listen to Green Day. And we were, like, okay. We were probably, like, you know, nine, eight, nine years old. And they were, like, here, here's Dookie. And we were, like, okay. Off we went. So, like, we knew about Green Day and then, like, Blink. And then, like, a few other of my buddies that I played hockey with had older brothers and, like, you know, they were, like, super, like, angsty, like, quietly. You'd be like, what are you listening to? And they'd be like, newfound glory, idiot. Get the fuck out of my room and, like, slam the door. Yeah, you know? Fucking aggressive. Well, they were, like, 14, so. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, that you'd hear, like, this, and you'd be like, you listen to Good Child? Oh, my God. They'd be like, yeah, get out of my room. Oh, and slam the door. <laughs> What's newfound glory? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's how like you know found out about newfound glory good shout and yeah this album was like all over the place some 41 a lot of it came for me too from um the nhl games those uh, old like 2000 mm-hmm. like early 2000 soundtracks were fucking yeah. fire 
there was brand new was on those some 41 was on those there was a bunch of good fucking bands on there cky was in there cky was, oh man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah there was some there was some good yeah so it was like a lot of um a lot of people influenced my my musical taste but like once i found it and i like latched onto it i was like this is my shit i can i can definitely relate to that because that's kind of how i felt i went through like a rap stage before this same i think, I think everyone I was, did right i think it was like seven to nine i was like super into eminem and fucking yeah just well, a, i think everyone was yeah that's true and i just remember after i remember my cousin and me were just jamming to like this type of stuff she's like you gotta listen to green day and i was like who she's like look at the poster and it was like trey cool and all them just painted black nails fucking tuxedos or whatever i end up buying the same poster but like i remember mm. being like yo those guys are rebels and it just took off between that and then all these like quote-unquote i'll say it like pop punk boy bands started coming out yeah and it just fucking made me feel like it's it was like it's crazy it's like many emotional teenagers and young kids relating to this music but not understanding it at the same time <laughs> like that's what like simple plan like was to like just like basically uh like a boy band mm-hmm. basically where like, all these bands kind of were like good shot was just kind of a boy band that's what i'm saying but like, they but they like but they like, did the whole punk dressing up with studs yeah and... and like so well so did simple plan and like all those bands really yeah even like blink to a certain extent yeah. like wasn't like necessarily as boy like as boy bandish mm. but like you had like girls like all of a sudden were like oh my god Travis Barker's so hot and it was like huh <laughs> <laughs> what that's why you listen wait a minute <laughs> you mean you don't listen for him to say shit piss fuck cunt <laughs> yeah like wait a minute you you're not concerned with like you know any of what they're talking about you know you know okay well all right like you know i remember girls and like being like oh my god you listen to green day and like billy joe is so hot and i'd be like yeah i'd be like no i don't really know what you're saying and i'd be like what do you mean like i listen to like dookie and stuff like do you do you like you know i'd be like so i'd be like so Tell me how you can relate to give me Novocaine. Let's hear it. And they'd be like, give me what? (laughs) But when he sings, I get this really weird feeling I'm not sure about. And it just (laughs) makes me want to touch touch the poster with my hand. And (laughs) that's what you're talking about, right? No, no. Not at all. Like when I'm crying and I put this on, I stop crying. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. Uh, it's so true though, dude. These these bands have just been like such an iconic, like, just I don't know, revenue to the what, legends. Yeah, what this music is, and like, even if I'm not bumping it anymore for the same reason I'm bumping like the story, it's like, yo, these guys will always be in my like genre. In oh book. yeah, man, they <laughs> they took advantage of it, man. Like oh yeah, you know they saw they they were making sick music to begin with, and then. Like the genre was really popping off then. I mean, we mentioned all those bands, and then like 
You forget like Yellow Card was in there too. Oh, how shit, huge yeah. Yellow Card was like in the early two thousands and shit. And like, yep, the genre was just like I think that's the biggest this genre's ever been. Yeah, yeah, like, I agree. The early two thousand, like late nineties, early two thousands is like the biggest this it's ever been. But I honestly and probably ever will be. And I honestly think that. I think you mentioned it earlier, dude, but I think like Warp Tour was a big part of this genre exploding the way it did. Oh, because yeah. Without for that sure. like outing for kids to go and find these bands, like, because do you remember the days Warp Tour in the early 2000s, even the late 2000s? Mm. You were seeing bands that right now we call legends, dude. But yeah, you're seeing them for like 25 buck. bucks. <laughs> yeah. You would like, you could go and like, you know, you'd have like Dan Lambden like selling you a t shirt. Facts, dude. Big and facts. Like, you know what I mean? Joe Taylor was like, here, take my take my CD. Right, dude? And I feel like that was what made it blow up even more because it gave you that outlet where you could see 30 bands in one day, get personal yeah. experience after they're done with their set. You could go talk and meet and hang out with them. And then I don't think, to my knowledge, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think anyone else was doing this. Like, I didn't see the hip-hop doing this or country no, doing like that. man. I think they had festivals, but they didn't have it like this. Dude. No, like they had like the jam and ninety four five thing. They had like yeah, that's right. They had like jingle ball and like all that shit and like country fest, but there was nothing like Warp Tour for anything. Yeah, I think like Warp Tour was like a place to like skate and like yeah. listen to pop, pop punk and punk. Yeah, like you look at those early Warp Tour lineups, and it was like holy fuck. Bro, the casualties used to play Warp Tour. Yeah. And then you had the Pop Disaster Tour was mm -hmm. 2002. Like, fucking wild, man. Yeah. That was like right before I could go to concerts. It's I'm fucking... so bummed. Like, if I was just two years older, man, I would have 100%. <laughs> Dude, that's like the greatest tour ever for us. Like, Bro. think about that. 100%. That's legit. That's that's Mount Rushmore. That's one. Oh, a. yeah. That's one and one A. Like, you know what I mean? Bro. All right. Listen to this. Warp Tour 2004. You got. Oh, God. Ready? Shit, man. I'm going to name a bunch. And then you're going to be like, this is everything we listen to. Anti-Flag. Yep. Bowling yep. for Soup. Newfound uh, Glory. No yep. FX. Simple yep. Plan. Story mm. of the Year. Taking Back Sunday. The Used. All American oh, Rejects. Alkaline Trio. Coheating Cambria, Bad Religion, Good Charlotte, Sugar wow. Cult, The Vandals, Yellow Sugar Card. Cult. Oh my God, dude. Sugar Cult's <laughs> so underrated, man. Sugar Cult bangs. Yeah, dude. they went hard. Um, Senses Fail, Rise Against. Wow, wow. Matchbox, Romance, MCR, oh The Casualties. God, oh fucking hell, Motion dude. City Soundtrack. Yikes, dude. What a oh, fucking lineup. There's that so might many be more. That might Fall, be the best line of ever. Fallout Boy. Uh, wow. I mean, That's like take this to your grave, Fallout Boy, too. Bro. That's not like from under the cork tree, Fallout no. Boy. Yeah. That's like Dude. young Fallout Boy. Silverstein. Uh, wow. There's so many bands, bro, I could name. It's it, wow. This is incredible. Um, It's a lot I don't know. Big D and the Kids Tavo. Oh, shit. So good, dude. So good. Oh my god, the academy. Ah, oh, dude. Dude, less than Jake must have been there. I don't know. I don't see him. I'm looking at the list they now. They were but... popping off right around then too. Less than Jake, fucking Bayside, Under Oath. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. This this is just like the craziest lineup I've ever seen of bands. And it's like 
that was what was so special about it is like you got to see was real big fish there because they were around the same time they, too. they went like every fucking year dude. them and less than jake were always there always there i got some i got like eight signatures from them because i kept seeing them <laughs> i swear to god i still have them somewhere that's so yeah. cool what which one less than jake uh no um real big fish real big fish thank you yeah i got there um i saw them once at the house of blues and then i saw oh, them warp tour three different times um i got the whole band to sign everything and at warp tour and then when i saw them at the house of blues um there was a band that opened up goldfinger opened goldfinger up goldfinger smacks yeah dude. i got the basis to sign my t-shirt um Oh man, such good shit, dude! Just bring I can back thank Tony. Lane. I can thank Tony Hawk for half of this too. Yes, dude. Those soundtracks were fire. So here I am doing everything, doing everything I can. I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my God, shit! Dude, yeah. That so that's that's shit. a little recap of Memory Lane. Damn. Yeah, let's get into this. Record, All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into before the shit. whole episode's just fucking <laughs> a rewind. Yeah. All right, let's get into um, Good Charlotte, The Young and the Hopeless. All right, little uh, recap on Good Charlotte just in general. Uh, Good Charlotte is an American rock band from Waldorf, Maryland that formed in 96. And since 2005, the band's lineup has consisted of the twin brothers, as I think everybody would know, the Madden brothers, Joel and Benji. Um, there was Paul Thomas on bass, Billy Martin, guitar and keyboards, and Dean Butterworth, drums and percussion. They did have a couple guys uh, leave, I believe, in and out. Uh, but for the most part, they stayed the same. Uh, the band released their self-titled debut album in 2000. Uh, and then in 2002, they achieved breakthrough success with their second album, The Young and the Hopeless, which is the one we are going to be breaking down. This is yep. the second studio album by uh, Good Charlotte, released October 1st, 2002 via Epic Daylight Records. Uh, commercially, the album peaked at number seven on the U.S. Billboard 200, making it their first album to appear in the top 10. Um, the biggest uh, singles off this that were released is Lifestyles of Rich and Famous, The Anthem, Girls and Boys. All yep. these singles peaked within the top 50 of the Billboard Hot 100 chart at number 20, 43, and 48, respectfully. Um, wow. I mean, dude, that's right. That's <laughs> those are the songs Holy I think of. Fuck. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I know a lot of these songs bring back some memories. Uh, but yeah, uh, you want me to start it off? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, man. All right, bitches. Let's go. Uh, first song is going to be another instrumental, uh, and it is called uh, New Beginning. So, pretty fucking cool opening. Um, to yeah. me, it reminds me. Tell me if you get these vibes. It reminds me of like uh, something I'd hear in the Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, like for sure. The theatrical beginning. Mm. Something uh, that like MCI would come out with. Yeah, yeah, for <clears throat> sure. Just like chimes, bells, keyboards, the whole nine yards, and it gets into some like heavy pop punk shit. Like I could totally see, I could totally see like Parker Cannon ripping something over this real quick honestly oh yeah like when it yeah, starts yeah. getting real heavy around like the 40 second mark mm. um 
for sure. Good intro. It's cool, man. I wasn't expecting. Um, I remember as a kid when I listened to this album, I didn't really fuck with intros, so I really didn't. No, I skipped them. I was gonna say I just skipped this shit. I really didn't give a fuck about it. Um, interludes, skits, and intros were yeah. getting skipped, dude. Hundred percent. I'll be honest. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say something that's gonna shock some people, but I'm with you, dude. And I did that a lot on Blink too because I was young. Yeah. I didn't Green find. Day, a, I did it. I didn't find a purpose, dude. I was like, what? No. This is lame. Yeah, give me the music. <laughs> I want the music. I want the vocals. But, I used to do it with Eminem all the time because he would always mm. have like skits and shit. And I'd be like, no, nah, skip this. I don't need it. Now I'm like older and I'm like, I'd like to hear what, what's going on here. Yeah. What do so. we got here? Like anything that was named like interlude or like a skit or like an intro. I was like, nope, I don't need that. Yep. But I mean, dude, yeah, nothing to break down really. Fucking cool no. ass intro. Um, yeah. Going into Dope the intro. like probably biggest song on the record yeah it's got to be the biggest song on the record right yeah 100%. by far by far what's the uh, biggest i don't know yeah it's, i know it's between this and the and the next one i want to say it's this one but i want to i'm gonna look it up just to see what is their biggest song as far as this album on uh, spotify it's this one is it yeah what? on spotify it's this one by a mile like double what the next one is that's weird this i'm not google can suck my nuts bro yeah they're, like, they're saying it's fucking all right yeah they're saying it's a completely different song okay uh anyways what's the song <laughs> the song is the anthem Okay, oh. so <laughs> let's talk about this banger for a yep. minute. Indicative of the angst the band were famous for at the time, this song is a precursor to the more popular, <clears throat> I don't think so, Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous that came next on the album. It was mild, It was a mildly successful single with a music video that proudly sported all the pop-punk tropes at the, of the time. Black clothes, skating performance videos and spiked hair as the second single from the record it was instrumental helping the band achieve a triple platinum certification in the u.s that's pretty good um so first off more popular song is definitely not lifestyles of the rich and the famous according mm -hmm. to spotify the anthem has 301,274,249 plays. Mm. And Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous has 170,325,774. Mm. I can back you up too. So I'm going to go ahead and say this is the biggest song on the record. I'll back you up because YouTube says... Um... Good Charlotte, the anthem, 76 million, and Lifestyles of Rich and the Famous, 37 million. Yep. So it so. easily doubles it. Yeah. Um, uh, where do I start with this one, man? Like, <laughs> I mean, this was this was exactly how we all felt at, you know, from 12 to like 14 years old. Oh my God, dude. Um, about at my high school, it felt more to me like a jail cell, a penitentiary. 
Oh my god, dude. Do you understand why we related at such a young age? Yeah, like and this is it, why we like, listen to this music now and we can't relate, yeah. but we remember the memories and the hard times it got us through. <laughs> right, right. That we thought were like hard times. Little did we know. <laughs> yeah, little did we know we shouldn't give a fuck about what people think. <laughs> right. And we were like, oh man. Like Yeah. I just like the mo like the chorus is just so like I it's iconic. I don't ever want to be you, don't want to be just like you. What I'm saying is this is the anthem. Throw all your hands up. Don't want to be you. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I love it. And then there was the pre-chorus that like, I think we all related to the most, especially being who we were. Do you really want to be like them? Do you really want to be another trend? Do you really want to be part of that crowd? Cause I don't ever want to, I don't ever want to be you. Mm. I lived oh by that line, God. dude. Yeah. Same. This was okay. This is the pop punk anthem. I'm sorry. It is. Nothing it is beating won't... this. Uh, Blink and Green Day might have something to say about it, but all right. Yeah, but I don't okay, put them. I'll... I don't put them on this. Um, this category. That's yeah. All right. As in terms of like early two thousands pop punk, yeah, sure. This was yeah. Because I think just I don't know. That's a whole other debate. But I just think this is like when I think of like a song that like speaks for all the quote unquote pop punk. Which if you think of that, kids was like. Kids that didn't stick out in school, kids yeah, that got bullied yeah. and were told that they'll never basically amount to everything. And this song just fucking fucking yeah. kills it, man. I, I mean, I know Green Day and Blink come out with bangers that have fucking that are anthems, but I don't know. This song just is like when I think maybe of like that, an anthem maybe for that time, maybe for yes. that era and that age group, like this was probably it. Yeah, that's a good that's a good correction. I think you're right. I honestly, I'll change my mind for that generation and that like time of where we were. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, who didn't relate to that? And I feel like I feel it's like... between it's between that and honestly, simple plan. Like, oh, there's God. a couple simple plan songs that like could be up there. With I'll it. second you. I'll second you. Like, <laughs> I was never a simple plan fan. Um, but like, like I'm just a kid. Like you're gonna tell oh, like man. that might be oh man it's a good it's one between yeah oh like welcome to my life mm. like mm. perfect I remember there was so many like I think I didn't like Simple Plan because of how like they were just like seemed like a a chick band like you know what I mean yeah like only chicks listen to Simple Plan damn I that's was how a... it's. I was that, a good chick. No, I'm just saying that's how it, <laughs> that's how it seemed to me. Like no, at you. my, like whenever where I was, it was all like Blink, Green Day, Good Charlotte, like Newfound Glory, Some Forty One, like Simple Plan wasn't in the. Like mm -hmm. people obviously listen to um. The fuck is the name of that song? Why can't I think of it? Um, Summer no, Paradise. No, 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 no. Welcome to my life. No, not that one. I'll do anything. Yep, that's the I'll one. I'll do anything. Yeah, like that. That was like just to hold That was like the only song by them I like listened to. Everything else, I was like, uh, no, like. <laughs> but no, man. They they were like like they definitely had some songs that could be considered like anthems for Legend, that for that for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. I, I'm not taking anything away from them. I just didn't. I wasn't what I was into. No, I can dig that, bro. But um, no, I mean, dude, this song classic, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, brother, brother. Can I just say that I don't know about you, but the kids I grew up with in my school, when the bridge came and it goes, shake it once, that's fine. Shake oh, it yeah. twice, that's okay. Shake it three times. Dude, we always used to rag on each other when we go to the urinal and just give yeah, you, yeah, bro, you shake it three times, you're playing with yourself. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> for what reason? I couldn't I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying. I was just saying, yeah, if you shake it three times, bro, you're playing with you. And then we probably, you know what? We were probably just thinking we were jerking off, like, oh, you're playing with yourself, buddy. I yeah. took that to heart, bro. I'm not gonna lie. You did? Yeah. So I, you don't I, shake it three times? No, I do now. I shake it like a thousand. But like before, uh, I'd be okay. like, damn, bro, I can't be playing with myself. That's considered weird. So <laughs> I guess I'll just uh, let a little bit slide. I'm a, I'm a big fan of the outro, too. Oh, yeah. It's just another loser anthem. Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. The whoa-o's. <laughs> yeah, <dude>. But that's <laughs> what made it so good. That's what makes it a classic, man. Right? Like, that's just so, like classic pop punk fuck yeah ready yeah dude that's such a good song uh but now we're getting into another fucking banger bro yeah this is uh lifestyles of the rich and the famous lifestyles of the rich and the famous they're always complaining always complaining if money Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. That's uh, God. It's a, that's another uh, <laughs> legendary. This is, like a, this is like a punk song. It is. It's it's these lyrics are actually fire. Yeah, and like what they're like super dope. What they're talking about is fucking fire, dude. Uh, could Charlotte take shots at whiny celebrities and the media fixation with them? Mm-hmm. Bro. Yep. <laughs> the I instant- wonder if they like the Kardashians. Oh my god! They, you know what? They've turned into Kardashians, though. Let's be honest. Let's turn. Let's be honest. They kind of turned into this. Kind of. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what they're up to now. But yeah, yeah. I, I mean, know. I'm assuming this album made them a ton of money, so they kind of want to rob themselves, I suppose. I guess so. Essentially, dude. I also forgot that the uh, singer owned a tiger that I was reminded oh. about. Um, like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Hmm. Um. I guess the song would it's they're like complaining um about people that like have everything and more and uh, they could <laughs> I don't mean to interrupt you please but the second verse is absolutely fucking killer Oh yeah Oh yeah like yeah well did you know if you were famous you could kill your wife and there's no such thing as 25 to life as long as you got the cash to pay for Cochrane and did you know if you were caught and you were smoking crack, McDonald's wouldn't even want to take you back. You could always just run for mayor, the mayor of DC. Of DC. Yeah, <laughs> so good, dude. I like, yeah, and that goes in the. I'd like to see them spend a week living life out on the street. I don't think they would survive if they could spend a day or two walking in someone else's shoes. I think they'd stumble and they'd fall. They would fall. Oh my god. Yeah this this song is just a classic. I remember, I literally remember. In my shower, listening to this <laughs> album on repeat, singing it to the like loudest that I could, and me and my sister would always like recreate the song and make videos with her little camera she had, and we'd like lip sync this song because we thought it just went so hard. And like 
sticking out in school. This is where I started wearing like studded belts and growing my hair out. And like, it was just like cool to watch this music video and like, just feel like, like someone I could relate to. And they just gave me that feeling of like comfort at such a young age, not knowing who I really was and finding this music made me feel like, you know, I wasn't alone. And yeah, I guess one of the best things that these bands did for us as kids. Yeah, exactly, man. This is like why we vibe to it so much. All right. Like talk about mental health with the kid. It's going to be hard, but put this stuff in front of them. They can relate to it without even like subconsciously, uh, consciously, excuse me, knowing. Right. Like that's what made simple plans. So genius too. Mm. Like I know I I said, I don't like them, but like I got to give credit where credit's due. Like they picked a group of they picked like an age group and they were like this is our target yep and they will they nailed it like i mean not we're not gonna break down simple plan right now but like <laughs> well you're making a good point you know what i mean it's like the same thing as this it was like they picked they were like we're gonna go for like those adolescents that are like you know between 12 and like 16 who don't fit in they're outcasts yep. and that's who we're gonna go for and they absolutely nailed it, nailed it. Yeah, that's spot on, dude. And I and, so. and I just want to say, like, just because you don't like a band doesn't mean you can't like appreciate no, the music yeah. and the things that they do. And it's not that you don't like the band; you just don't vibe with that style and that music, you know? Right. Like I wasn't, you know, sitting there like I don't know. I wasn't sitting there like whining about like waking up at seven and waiting till eleven. Like, you know what I mean? I was just yeah. like, I was more angry than like sad, I guess, at that age. Mm, if that true. makes sense. Like I was, I was just more like, like, so this is what I related to way more, like being angry and like, you know? Yeah. Like there was obviously times where I would be sad and I would, that was what like, you know, uh, Blink had certain songs for being sad. Green Day had songs for being sad. Like Correct. Newfound Glory and and some forty one like they all had songs that I could if I was sad I could listen to but like most of the time I channeled that as anger and I was like okay and like also at that age I was into like classic rock too like I was listening to like Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses and ACDC and Metallica and like all those bands too on top of that so mm-hmm. like for me if you weren't angry then you weren't then like it wasn't happening i wasn't you know so that's why like i would like listen i'd like tried to listen to simple plan and i was like no they're not angry (laughs) yeah i was like not for me that makes sense dude i feel like i surrounded myself with just a bunch of fucked up kids and that's why we all related to this too yeah like everyone i was friends with was angry like we were all just like super like angst fucking emotional we, we didn't even know <laughs> yeah like we were yeah we why do i want to beat you up and pull on my penis <laughs> yeah like, i don't know <laughs> i don't know feelings <laughs> yeah it was just like i only know anger like, <laughs> you know uh, that's funny so, as fuck oh yeah it was just like a bunch of ragtag idiots that like were just angry for no reason just angry at the world yeah, I think I think that's why when we found like Black Flag and like all those bands like that, that we were like, oh, my God, <laughs> like it, it was like we found Jesus. We were like, Henry Rollins, you are 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, you're a god, Henry. <laughs> like, he is. But yeah, so that was more like just being angry at stuff was like why I, I didn't even know what I was angry at. I was just like, I like it. I'm mad. They're angry. I'm angry. You like, didn't have to have a reason. <laughs> we just did it. Yeah, it was just like that. I don't give a fuck attitude. Like, fuck it. Like, yep. That I loved so much about like Green Day, Blink, like Guns and Roses, Motley Crue, like all those bands were just like, fuck you. We're loud and we're angry. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't like it, fuck off. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Bitches. Yeah. And I loved it. So, anywho, anywho, moving along, unless you have more to add. No, I'm good. Okay. Let's let's, uh, let's go. All right. The next one is wondering. This is super catchy. One of the catchiest. Yeah, and uh, just like that classic. Like newfound glory type vibes with this yes. one. Yes, um, dude. Huge newfound glory vibes with this one. Um, I love the first verse. Um, mm-hmm. since I was a young man, I never was a fun man. I never had a plan and no security then. Ever since I met you, I never could forget you. I only want to get you right here next to me. Just mm-hmm. like that typical like pop punk like. Being in love. Oh, we have more woe-woes also in the pre Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> yep, more of that. That's classic in there. Um, The chorus is ridiculously catchy. Ah, and the way he sings it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Just like everything about it is like, If you want me to wait, I will wait for you. If you tell me to stay... I would stay, stay right, right through. through. If you don't want to say anything, anything at, all. at all, I'm happy I'm wondering. Did you turn to the Kurt, Kurt Cobain yeah. sing this? Jesus, dude. Suck a titty. <laughs> What's wrong Yo. with Kurt Cobain? That's, yeah. That was a compliment. Yeah, and I said I like to suck you a titty. suck a titty. My God. My lantern. Yo, can I tell you an Easter egg about this song? Go, go, go. This is about his dog. Really? This song is all about his dog. He when he performs it, he says it live. I miss my That's dog. Cool. This song is written for him. That's cool. It's like the trash boat song. Yeah, it's like written in a dog's perspective. Oh, what? That's so cool. Yeah, if you read it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. If you want me to wait, I'll wait for you. Tell me to stay. I will stay right through. <laughs> since I was a young man, never was a fun, never had a plan of security. Ever since I met you, I can never forget you. <laughs> Right, dude, it's so fucking perfect. Yeah, it's a That's little Easter crazy. Egg. That's cool. Uh, That's so cool. Yeah, it's funny as fuck. But this is a banger. Like, like yeah, you said, it it's is. got the new newfound glory, yeah, newfound glory vibes. Um, it's honestly one of my favorites. I like this song. Yeah. I, I haven't listened to this album in a while, people. So I would say now, after like listening to it and reviewing it before we did the podcast, and now going through it, I might put this on my playlist to like jump on. Yeah, you know, it's pretty good. It's a good song, it's definitely dope. Good. All song. right, 
we going to the next one, dude? We yeah, we can. Are we sure? Yeah. All right, we're gonna listen to uh, the story of my old man, and not my dad. This story. story of my old man dude this song is this song's fun because Mm. it starts off like heavy drums and then it's like it goes low for a minute and then it comes back up it's got that fast-paced drumming kick to it um lyrics are fire dude like the way he sings it again like coming in hot i don't know too much about too much of my old man immediately i'm like yeah let's get him Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know he walked right out the door. We never saw him again. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Last Excuse I heard, you. he was at the bar doing himself in. I know I've got the same disease. I guess I got that from him. That's, so, that's such a cool line. I know I got the same disease. I guess that uh, I'm assuming he's talking about alcohol. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's that's the assumption, I'm guessing. Um. And then he talks about the story of my old going to the pre-course, the story of my old man, just like his father before him. I'm telling you, do anything you can so you don't end up just like them, just like them. Again, ass- assumption is alcoholic uh, getting into that, which he then goes with the chorus is, you know, Monday, he woke up and hated life, drank until Wednesday and left his wife. Thursday through Saturday, lost everything, woke up on Sunday, miserable again. I mean, dude, if any song is going to relate to like a mental health one, I know there's a lot on here, but this one's pretty personal the more I break it down and reading it. Um, oh yeah dude i i would love to like i mean i love the storytelling in this he's even talking about baseball games working on the car he told me he loved me and that i would go far uh just like <laughs> the relationship that he had with his his old man is is interesting and then dealing with alcoholism in the families it's uh it's interesting um and i, sure. I it's hard and uh you know the outro is pretty good too it says uh with before the instrumental bridge goes into the Instrument the bridge, then the outro. He says, someday he'll wish that he made things right. Long for his family and miss his wife. Remember the days he had everything. Now he's alone and miserable again. Some fucking dark, serious lyrics. Um, for that, sure. Uh, I'm glad that we're breaking. I like breaking down shit, dude. Because that like stuff goes over my head, especially as a kid. I had no idea the fuck what I was singing. And I certainly didn't know, honestly. I can say until right now um, what this song really meant and what it was. So that's pretty... Yeah, pretty heavy, dude. It's pretty. Put that in a song, man. That's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty intense, but pretty, pretty awesome and pretty cool for them to do. Um, yeah, that's what I got on this song. Shit. Yeah, well, ditto. D- <laughs> um, definitely got huge blink vibes from this bad boy. I'd say it sounds like "Every Time I Look for You" by Blink. That's what I was just gonna say. Definitely, for sure. Um, though that's about all I have on it. You pretty much covered it all. So fucking right, bud. It's pretty dope, man. Going on to the sixth song here. Yep, yep. Um, another big one. Um, girls and boys.
Oh, we got another classic here. Mm -hmm. uh, another just like that classic pop punk. Um, complaining about girls. <laughs> um, you know, it's super catchy. Oh, yeah. Um, the way it kind of like starts off like slow and quiet. And then it's like the chorus drops with the girls don't like boys. Girls like cars and money. Boys will laugh at girls when they're not funny. Then it like slows down again for the verses and then, you know, picks back up again. It's a good song though, man. Not like a whole lot to like break down like lyrically. It's just kind of yeah. like, you know, saying that girls are only in it for money. Yeah, I like that. Um, I, reading this thing on it says that the lyrics are depicting the shallowness and maturity level of men and women in society. The, mm. the title, the title itself, giving hints with the specific use of the world words "girls" and "boys," gives it a very young, immature, and an inexperienced feel. And it relates to how children only see things as they are, not for what counts, which is what's inside a person. And the music video is fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, just talking about like the younger generation, but. Dude, I remember watching this music video and I thought it was the coolest shit. And then watching all these old people dressed up in like tracksuits dancing had yes. me dead, bro. And like <laughs> rest in peace to a lot of these older people because I have a feeling they're past, but they have oh, are yeah. in an iconic music video for the rest of their life, bro. For sure. For um, sure. Yeah, this this just brings back, you know, 13-year-old, 10-year-old me. Um but yeah, I think I was listening to this on my way home and I got such cringe. It wasn't even funny because like I could just imagine little Steve being like, like just singing the chorus. Yeah. Girls yeah, don't so like I. boys, girls like cars and money. And I'm like sitting there like remembering when I like, I'm like was into oh a girl God. and she wasn't into <laughs> me. And I'm like just singing this to myself. Oh, man. Yeah. And then the, I... the fucking what's the part that really fucking cringed me out oh the post chorus is and these girls like these boys like these boys like these girls like the girls with their bodies like boys with ferraris like oh my god dude that's so bad dude i just sit there and i shake my head at myself oh I'm it's like, so what bad what was i what was i doing i gotta say it's like the <laughs> worst song on this wreck it's still catchy and i fuck with it but it's no it's yeah, the yeah. worst song that they have and it's a hundred percent a classic Oh like, yeah, people love it, but <laughs> yeah. Oh god, like I sit there and I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? Like, mm -hmm. why did I think that I related to this in any way? Oh my god. <laughs> yep. Yep. Agreed, my friend. Agreed. All right, I think we can move on to the next one. For sure. All right, so the next one is my bloody Valentine. Oh my love, please don't cry. I'll wash my bloody hands and we'll start a new life. I don't know much at Another classic. Forgot how good this song was, dude. Um, this song is about a guy who kills the boyfriend of a girl he's in love with so he can have her for himself. Uh, Sick. Didn't know that as a kid. Uh, it was inspired by Edgar Allan Poe's short story, The Telltale Heart. Never knew that. Never would have got that's, that. That's cool. Um. I wonder if MGK did the same thing. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. Yeah, I can see him doing that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He's definitely that deep. 
So the first verse, uh, I ripped out his throat and called you on the telephone to take off my disguise just in time to hear you cry when you you mourn the death of your bloody Valentine. The night he died, you mourn the death of your bloody Valentine. You can like hear this as a poem, dude. And, oh, like, yeah, definitely. You can just tell this is like a poem and it's absolutely fucking crazy that I did not catch this as a kid talking about it, ripped out his throat and shit. Um, yeah. It's like crazy the stuff that goes over your head. When you're just like, oh, this is so much fun. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I like yeah, go ahead. The the chorus, oh my love, please don't cry. I'll wash my bloody hands and we'll start a new life. I don't know much at all. I don't know wrong from right. All I know is that I love you tonight. Mm. Mm. All right, creep. I liked it at first, but now it's kind of (laughs) It's kind of <laughs> fucked up, dude. Kind of creepy. Huh? <laughs> there was police and flashing lights. He dropped you off. I followed him home. Then I stood outside his bedroom window, standing over him. He begged me not to do it. What I knew I had to do. He begged <laughs> well, wait, me not wait, to do wait. what I knew I had. <laughs> you didn't have to do it, bro. Oh, you did. Yeah, he apparently, knew he did. I, I knew I had to do because I'm so in love with you. Uh, this mean... is like, you ever see the show You? No. No, but I know oh, okay. about it. It's this about is... that, that guy, right? Yeah, this could be like the theme song for that that show. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Boy. Yeah, that's Good brutal. Good lord. That's brutal. Holy hell. All right. Can we can we leave this song now? Yep, we're done. All right then. Moving on to the eighth track on the record. Hold on. This one is right up our alley. Like we might as well just start the breakdown here. Yeah, this is after uh, this one. Yeah, this is um, this is huge. Is what this is. So, uh, it's about suicide. Um, I am gonna skip most of it and go straight to the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is what we say all the time. Um, hold on, if you feel like letting go, hold on. It gets better than you know. Just like mm-hmm. so, like so much <clears throat> and like so little. You know what I mean? Like two little sentences, and it's like so much, and that's like what we want everyone to know. Mm-hmm. Is like just hold on. It does get better. Um, I like the second verse too. Uh, your days you say they're getting, you say they're way too long, and your nights you can't sleep at all. Hold on, and you're not sure what you're waiting for, but you don't want no more, and you're not sure what you're looking for, but you don't want no more. Mm. Mm. So good. And then there's a post chorus. It's my favorite. Uh, yeah, don't stop looking. You're one step closer. Don't stop searching. It's not over. Hold on. That's like, mm, that's it right that's there. That's money. That's it right there. Perfect. Just like exactly what we 
want everyone to know. Mm-hmm. So beautiful, man. Yeah, this song is the anthem to our podcast and our life. Um, I honestly didn't know. Uh, going back, I've said this already like two times on this episode, but like revisiting this shit, I didn't realize that what they were talking about. And uh, watching the music video, listen to lyrics, bro. It's I'm just, like fucking bald. Like this shit is tough, man. It's yeah, great awareness, but I wasn't aware as a kid. Maybe you know subconsciously I took it in, but um fuck man this song is so important and i'm so glad they made this song and i'm glad we're breaking this down because this really shows like how powerful these bands were when we were younger without even knowing and it goes back to like what we were talking about how like you know we don't listen to these songs anymore unless it's when we do it's randomly comes on and we jam out to one or two songs and we listen to it for the nostalgic purposes but like breaking this down can bring back some things that we didn't hit the things that we missed such as this in yeah man suicide 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 (laughs) man such a big issue um you know we talk about it mm, that song's getting added to the songs that save their lives yeah it has to it has to so oh yeah she's on there now just did it nice dude yep hell yeah man um so i don't have much to say because you nailed it um you guys know how we feel about it reach out you're never alone listen to this song um Mm -hmm. yeah it it does get better yeah so all right moving forward yep and we're gonna go on to the ninth track it's gonna be riot girl my girl a hot girl a riot girl and she's angry at the world emergency call 911 she's pissed off at everyone police rescue fbi she wants a riot she wants christina would wanna meet her what a song, dude. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> right, girl. Uh, it actually depicts Joel Madden's love of his rowdy, non-conforming punk girlfriend to compensate for Good Charlotte's lack of punk. Riot Girl is also a form of underground feminist punk that originated in the early 90s in Washington State and Pacific Northwest. Band examples include Bikini Kill, Barat Mobile, Mobile, Sleater Kinney, and many more. Um, definitely a dig at Britney and Christina Aguilera. Um, super mm-hmm. fucking catchy song. Uh, oh, yeah. I love the opening verse. Um, she's got tattoos and piercings. She likes minor threats. She likes social distortion. Stop there because at this age, I knew who these bands were. And minor threat will forever yep. be tattooed on me and ever oh, yeah. in my heart. Also, social distortion is just a fire band. But when For I heard sure. him say this, and I got older, I was like, yo, if a girl listens to Minor Threat and Social Distortion, she is a hot girl. Um, So <laughs> I really love this song because like, it gave me that little thing. And you can tell that they were influenced by these punk bands. They just oh, yeah. took on a new genre and they they probably grew up with Minor Threat, Social Distortion and, and all these bands and were like, well, they, they mentioned it, Green Day. They mentioned it in the anthem. Yeah, exactly. When he's like, I'm just a Minor Threat, so pay no mind. Exactly, bro. Um. And it's just so sick to see them like pull out their own style with what they love. And like, you can just tell that uh, the chorus is super catchy. Emergency call 911. She's pissed off at everyone. Police rescue FBI. She wants a riot. She wants a riot. Dude, <laughs> me and my Hell sister yeah, would man. sing this forever. <laughs> it would be great. And then the OOO is back in the bridge, bro. This song's oh, this yeah. is a classic, brother. It's just a classic. Absolutely. For sure. You got anything, my friend? 
No, you pretty much nailed it all. I'll nail you. Oh, yeah, you will. Let's go, baby. Yes, let us go. On to Say Anything. Okay. <laughs> How do we classic, feel? <laughs> classic pop punk breakup song. Mm-hmm. Not really much else to say. Yep. I don't really feel like breaking it down. If you want to, you know. Yep. This is we. Yep. If you broke up with someone, go In ahead and 13. listen to it. Yep. This will work. Uh, not our favorite, as you can tell, since we really don't care. Um, no, I don't care. Yeah. Um, I mean, that one line, "Best friends can become strangers," is pretty cool. Yeah, that was um, cool. That was cool. Uh, but I had some good times with this song, but uh, when I was like nine. It doesn't. So, so how do you have good times with it? You know, what do you mean? It doesn't seem like something you'd listen to during good times. Well, I had good times with it. How did you have good times? I would listen to it and feel like, better. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that works. You know, I feel the same. Yeah. The song reminds me of a certain period of my childhood. Oh, well, all right. I was just asking. Yeah. Well, you know, you want the emotional lyrics and the remedies of my life story? Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay, you want to go to the pure? I would love to go to the pure. You want to go to the pure? In the pure boys trailer? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that sounds like so much fun. That's the best day ever? Yeah. I was a big fan of this song. I love growing it. Up. Who are you? I'm your mom. You're my mom. I'm your mom. Patricia's back. Patricia's back, bitch. Yeah. I listen to this song daily. I think I'll kill Patricia when she's not looking <laughs> in Disney. I'm throwing her <laughs> off the Tower of Terror. Oh my god. You know how you'll you know how be... Patricia will sound when she falls? She'll be like, I'm falling. Yeah. No, Patricia's this type of queen that will live forever. Yeah, Patricia will never die. She's a slaying machine. All right. Anyway, <laughs> all right, we're going to uh, the day that I die, like Patricia. Hopefully. All right, well, uh, The Day That I Die is always a classic. The song says that one day he got up with the task to die that same day since he is not happy and believes that he would be better if he ends his life. And although he will die alone, it is fine. But first, he had to remember what he lived uh, and say goodbye. If you are depressed or about to commit suicide, please go back to back a little to the song Hold On. As we talk about song number eight. So this song is another song about mental health, suicide awareness, um, and just bringing back memories. He's depicting things that he's gone through and depicting all the happy things in his life, uh, whether it's memories, long conversations, driving through D.C., summer nights, drunken fights, mistakes he's made, cold nights. I mean, the lyrics are just memories he's gone through. And uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, Good Charlotte again surprising me with lyrics i didn't really know when i was younger and bringing that awareness to mental health and suicide a lot and i want to know if it's just something that they like jumped on or uh maybe it's something they they experienced personally with somebody they lost uh 
uh maybe i'll do some more research i'm a little naive and i don't know that information but it's uh yeah uh, yeah it's pretty good yeah it has to come from a real place because you can't write lyrics like that without you know we talk about how like i think we talked about it with i think it was johnny yeah um about how you can tell when someone's gone through it and when someone's faking it mm, true like you can tell like lyrically when it's just for show and when it's legit. Mm -hmm. So definitely some real shit. Absolutely, um, man. Great song. For sure. <laughs> Ready? You. Yeah. Thank you. I tried to mute the mic and then I couldn't. <laughs> so I, yeah, I got the end of your sneeze. It was like, hut. Ew. <laughs> All right. Let's get it going. All right. On to the title track. Young and the Hopeless. What a good, good song. Love the intro. Hard days made me. Hard nights shaped me. I don't know. They somehow saved me. I don't know. I'm making something out of this life they called nothing. Ooh wee, baby. I get some big Green Day vibes from this song. Mm. Like mm. musically. Yeah, I was gonna say what specifically gives you those vibes? Just the the drums for sure and like the guitar work. It's like okay. choppy and then the drums are like it just sounds like Trey Cool's playing drums on this song. Mm-hmm. Um I can't think of the Green Day song specifically, but it definitely sounds like a Green Day song. Mm. And I'm not going to go look. Cause... No, no, you're good, man. Um, I trust your Green Day years. It definitely sounds like a Green Day song. Like an older one. Oh, I can dig that, bro. I can totally dig that. Um, Yeah, it's just a great song. Yeah, it's another, it's another self- I'd say self-help, self-reflecting. Yeah. 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 You know, it's, uh, I love the pre-chorus. And if I make it through the day, will tomorrow be the same? Am I just running in mm. place? And if I stumble and I fall, should I get up and carry on? Or will it all just be the same? Because I'm young and I'm hopeless. I'm lost and I know this. I'm going nowhere fast with what they say. I mean, this song to me sounds like more of a personal issue as far as how people judge the band and themselves because in one of their lines he says in the second verse and no one in the industry understands the life i lead when i sing about my past it's not a gimmick not an act these critics and these trust funds kids try to tell me what punk is but when i see them on the streets they got nothing to say um to me that just sound that sounds punk as fuck to me that's what makes these guys oh, yeah. this puts put the put punk in this pop punk band that's that's this cuz they don't they don't give a fuck you know they dressed the way they wanted they acted how they wanted inside and outside of the industry and i think this song just goes out to that and out to the people that can relate to it and man this is one of the best songs on the album as well I'd say it's in the top 5 to 6 um another reason why i do love good, good Charlotte. they sing about real shit and they sing from their heart which is something that they did in their earlier albums, I'd say. I can't speak for their later ones because I really didn't get too big into them, hence why we're breaking down the specific album. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I got on this, man. That's what I got on yeah. this, uh, this song. Hell yeah, man. I agree. Word. Wow, we, got, we got two left. Um, 
So we're going to keep moving on. No pun intended. Yep. Um, but the next song is the 13th track, which is something we all feel sometimes. And we all sometimes can feel emotions. Why won't you there all the nights that we cried? You broke my mother's heart. You broke your children for life. It's not okay, but we're all right. I remember the days you were a hero in my eyes. But those are just a long lost memory of mine. I spent so many years learning how to survive. Now I'm writing just to let you know I'm still alive. Why do you always get the dad songs? Uh, cause my dad left me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, this is a sad one, Stephen. This one's this one's sad, dude. Um, this uh, this is like the anthem to my childhood growing up. Uh, hey, Dad, I'm writing to you not to tell you that I still hate you, just to ask you how you feel and how we fell apart, how this fell apart. Um. Are you happy out there in this great wild world? Do you think about your son and daughter? Um, oh, my God. When you lay your head down, how do you sleep at night? Do you ever wonder if we're all right? Can't say I haven't felt that before. Um, Have you ever felt this before? Oh, my God. Let me ask you something. Yeah, talk to me. It's been a long, hard road without you by my side. Why weren't you there all the nights that we cried? You broke my mother's heart. You broke your children <laughs> for life. It's not okay, but we're all right. I remember the days you you were a hero in my eyes, but those are just a long-lost memory of mine. I spent so many years learning how to survive. Now I'm writing you just to let you know I'm still alive. Bro, you catch me on a bad day. Oh, I'm man, crying dude. to these lyrics I'm because saying. this is spot on how I'm my brain feels. Jesus, fucking good charlotte dude. is in my brain about what i went through and it's fucking crazy another one that's getting added to songs to say wow see the bridge right sometimes now. i forgive you forgive yeah and this time i'll admit that i miss you dude that, Christ that almighty can't, dude i can't talk about it i can't talk about it this is obviously right. a letter to his dad um uh so me and him have a lot in common uh so uh, we're going to move on because yeah. I don't want to get into this motherfucker. And I have every no. right to say I don't want to get into it. Nope. And that's perfectly fine because it is almost nine o'clock. So we're not trying to go down that road right now. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's hit the last song. <laughs> I mean, if you really wanted to, we could. Respect. Respect. But no. But like if you went on a rant, I would sit there and take it. But yes, you, I know you would. I'm going to stop you. Well, my and we're going to move on. Ooh, was oh, that a pun? oh, oh, <laughs> what's that mean? What does that mean exactly? Moving on. Is that is that something we're doing? Yeah, we're going to move on to the last song, <laughs> which in feed and no is moving on. Alrighty, moving on. Um, do you have anxiety? Because if you do, this is the song to listen to. Yes, that's what I was, you know, just gonna say. It, it's pretty, like, it's a pretty interesting thing in the first verse. Um, because I think a lot of us do that, or did this, or still do it. I still do when it, I, bro. Yeah, when I think about my life, I wonder if I'll survive to live to see twenty-five, or will I just fall? Like all my friends, 
they just keep dying. People around people around me always crying in this place that I like to call my home. Like I didn't think I'd make it to 25. And then I was like, well, there's no way I'm getting a 30. And now here I am at 31. And I'm like, well, 40 will be weird. Mm, yep. Like, you know, um, yeah. and I'm sure you can relate to most of that first verse as well. Oh, hundred percent. Without getting too deep into it. I'm sure you can. Yeah. Um, and then I think the pre-chorus is pretty cool too. Um, but not everybody knows that everybody goes to a better place and not everybody knows that everybody could be living their last days, but the hard times will come and we'll keep moving on. We're moving on. Mm. It, it kind of like makes me think about the book you talked about last week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. This, this song is, yeah, it's definitely got that. And I like how they keep it positive, man. Even in the chorus, yeah. keep moving on and how they're like in the back, you can hear life, hope, truth, trust, faith, pride, love, lust, keep moving on, um, on without the things we've lost and on and on. And you know, they got the, whoa, whoa, whoa is by going in on and on and on and on and very catchy, very personal, yeah. very mm -hmm. touchy. Um, For sure. Also, I want to mention that, uh, you know, freaking lost my thoughts. Sorry. I want to mention that this song also gives me like night before Christmas vibes. But more than that, I'm going to restate what I said. What I mean by night before Christmas vibes, now that I'm listening to the song right now as we speak, they lead singers like they kind of give me like a bench sevenfold vibes. And I think that's why, because oh. Avenged sevenfold has that type of like vocal noise that just sounds like that to me i don't know why maybe it's more of like um uh venge sevenfold vibes i'm getting like just the lead singer instead of night before christmas but i just want to throw that out there little thing that i'm my brain's processing and see if anyone else thinks the same yeah i can dig it yeah for sure but i mean as Hell far yeah, as man. uh the young and the hopeless uh by good charlotte that's that's i think that's a wrap i'd say yeah that's the last song so i think that would be it that's it. We're going to wrap this up, throw it on the Christmas tree for you to open up today on Friday, this wonderful, beautiful Friday. We, um, as of now, we're sticking to Fridays. Yep. As we uh, sent the poll or batched made a poll, I should say. Yeah. Um, we might make that again just to just to gauge it. Um, double check. Make sure you guys are sure. <laughs> yeah. We're, <laughs> we're thinking about switching to Mondays, um, possibly in the new year. Um, we'll see how the winter goes, um, in the fall, but Mondays might work better, um, for releases, but obviously we'll let you know if you guys wanted to stay Fridays, fuck we'll it. Listen to the people. Yeah. We'll stay Friday. Um, which is what I was a little concerned with because I was <laughs> like, everyone's used to Friday. So I think Friday is going to be, but we'll make it work like we always do. Yes, sir. Um, but just be aware we might just decide it's our podcast fuck you or do what we want <laughs> <laughs> um but no we are listening to you so if you guys want to stay fridays we'll keep it on fridays for now yep uh, um but yeah um anything else how's how's life going man Life's good, man. Busy. Same shit. Work. Um, boss is out this week, so it's a little busy. Uh, got a week off of hockey. Playoffs start soon. 
school. This is the last last week of school, so I'll have a week off. Then I go right back to it. But the last um week of the semester, and um, we got a charity ride for Jim and Jenna tomorrow, so that will be good. Uh, we'll support our loved ones that we lost. Um, so if you're in you, the oh, you just confused the shit out of me. I'm sorry. Why? Because you said tomorrow, and I'm like, tomorrow's Wednesday. Oh yeah, because we're recording. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry. Go no, you're good. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you're in the South Shore area and you want to come, uh, direct message me. I'm going to be posting it on my Instagram story for anyone. Post who wants it on to come the by. podcast. Yeah, so I'll throw it on that too. Um, just some support and some love and remembrance for stepdad, stepsister, and family friend from everybody and everyone around this area. So, we're going to be doing that tomorrow. Um, other I than might, that, dude, I'm gonna try and make it down. Let's yeah. see what I got. I think I gotta go. Um. I think we're going to pick out like tux colors and stuff. Oh shit. So we'll see how that goes. That'll be sick. Um also note to you and the other groomsmen. I don't know if the rest of them listen to this. But um you know the vans I sent you? Yes. We're going with a there's a there's an I'll send you guys the thing again, but there's an option for sage green ones. Okay. That we're gonna go with those instead of the gray because sure. we were like talking because we're gonna go with gray tuxes mm-hmm. and like sage green ties. Okay. So the sage green shoes would probably go better than you know what I mean? Yeah. Then too much gray wouldn't be. Hmm. I'm cool with but, it, man. All right. Well, we get to wear vans, so like <laughs> it's badass. Who cares what color badass. we're wearing? I'm saying, dude, we're gonna be so comfy in our vans. I'm happy. Also, Disney's uh, in 74 days. Holy fuck nuts, dude. Yep. yep. Just saying. Yeah, man. That's going to be fucking crazy. Yes, um, sir. I wanted to talk about one more thing. 74 really quickly. days, 3 hours, 14 minutes, and 54 seconds. But who's counting? You know, that's not a big deal. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> what did you want to say? Oh, I'm ready to eat. Um, Real quick. Yeah, really sad. Oh, Jesus. Um, thing that came out of East Lake High School. Oh, this. Sh- oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Okay. Sixteen-year-old uh, senior McKenna Brown, um, lost her battle with depression. Uh, on August seventh. Uh, she was a goalie, played hockey. Um, just a really. Really sad thing to see. Someone so young who had so much, so much going for them and so much ahead of them, to feel that that was the only way out, um, really hits home. Um, you know, being a hockey, being a hockey player and dealing with depression myself, and Steve being a hockey player dealing with depression himself, it it hits home and it's um, it's really sad. To see that someone 16 years old, like I said, with their whole life ahead of them, um, loses the battle. Um, and that's what it is, man. It's a, you know, it's a battle every single day. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, you can't, can't let it win. It's, it's very hard. And I'm sure, you know, she had a ton of friends and a ton of people she could have re- reached out to. And that's the nature of the beast. So you don't feel like you do, mm-hmm. but 
like we say, you always, always, always do. Um, that's why we share what we share on the Instagram. That's why we say it almost every episode that um, there are options out there. Um, it is a long-term solution to a short-term problem. Mm. Um, it's just sad. Very, very sad. So I just wanted to share that, and I hope that she's no longer in pain and that she's in a better place now. So rest in peace. Rest in peace. So you got anything positive before we go? Yeah, uh, we'll end this on a really good note, and we'll end well, this with what? Before you say your thing, because, yeah. uh, you know, they're our friends, so we'll save them for last. Okay. New cartel single out today. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. yep. Check that out. But more importantly, Steven, tell them what came out today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dun, we dun, 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 have years down dun, 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 drops. Dun, 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 Pock Pump For single. All you. Yeah. What? Do we have it? <laughs> Do we have it? it? We. I, you know what? Hold on a second. What's we that knocking at thing. my door? Is that it? We have the whole thing. Oh my god! Hold on. Who's that? Pock Punk? Is that you? Pock Pump? Oh, perfect. We me. do. It's Pock Pump. I want to be played on the Empty Space Podcast. You got to pay me. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're not getting paid. Well, you heard it, guys. <laughs> we're gonna be playing some Pock Pump by Years Down. Our lads, go support them. We're gonna go out with that. Hell yeah, they're playing the uh, the big gig this weekend. Yes, sir. So if you're in the Colorado area, go check that out. Um, so here it is. Here's Pop Pump by Years Down. I'll take this victory.